Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. This is your guest host, Terry LeBaugh, filling in for your usual host, Manish Shah, who is currently in India at a family wedding, as you may know by now. You know, I gotta tell you, he's been gone for a few days now, and it's been really quiet around the office and the radio show and the tea company without him. He's a force to be reckoned with, and you feel an absence when he's not around, that's for sure. So we figured that like any family, that the best thing to do when someone's not around is to talk about them. If you listened to last week's episode, first of all, thank you. I know I am not the fabulous radio show host that Manish is, but I do try for you. If you did listen to the show last week, you know that this is the second part of a special series in our ongoing interview with Manish. Coming up later on, you're going to hear about the mysterious grandmother network in India. But first, let's pick up where we left off last week. You know, in this crazy life that all of us have, Manish has one of the craziest I've ever seen, although he would disagree. But in all that craziness, we all need to have a refuge from the storm. Let's find out now why Manish's hectic life seems so organized to him. But people don't realize that you have four jobs. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I not, mean, I'm not you, sure if I know. What's the fourth you, job? You run well, a tea company. That's right. You, uh, if you're you have steep, a radio you, show. Oh, so you think steeping around is a job? I think so. Uh, okay, so in that regard, that's true. I have this job here, I guess, it's steeping around, but it's kind of a part-time deal because yeah. for us, it's just like a joy to sit down and talk about tea. And I'm not sure I look at this one as a job, but maybe <laughs> maybe after we start doing more videos and really get more involved with doing all the content for the show, it might become not like work, but it'll be more tasks to do. Yeah. The farmer's market, we know. The tea company, we know. And also, I am the marketing director because I was good at marketing. Again, mm-hmm. it's come into play for a friend of mine who runs a software company. And that software company also has done very well. Yes, it has. I got on board in October of 2006. And five years later, we're like maybe six or eight times the original size. So that company has done well. Everything has done pretty well for me. I got a lucky streak going here. Good. Yeah, so you're right. I do have four jobs. (laughs) But, you know, ironically, at all four of them, I have lots of help. And I don't look at my life and going, oh, my gosh, I'm just swamped. I mean, I'm busy, but I don't look at myself as any busier than anyone else. And I just think that everything is very efficiently managed. And I like that. I think if your life wasn't officially managed. Oh, I'd be in total utter pandemonium. Yeah, you have so much going on. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't think it feels rushed all the time. Like I get a lot of time with my kids. I get a lot of time with the things that I like to do and spend time with friends and, you know, get to exercise and other things. So sometimes it can be overwhelming, but at the same time, I like the variety. I like the different challenges. It's a really interesting thing. At one hour to be doing this kind of deal on the radio and recording and thinking creatively, then I've got to deal with payroll issues, the tea company, or just come up with a different tea. Or I've got to deal with marketing issues at the software company. It's a wide variety. It's good. Well, one of the things I think is so interesting about you is that you wear so many hats and you make it look so easy. <laughs> huh. I don't know why that is. Well, I mean, you... You're maybe a, I'm a little ADHD. Maybe. Not that I'm trying to hang that hat on anybody <laughs> as a negative. Maybe I just can't pay attention to any one thing for a very long time. Maybe. You know, it's like whatever comes up in front of you at that moment, you just do the best you can and try to have a good attitude about it. And everything else kind of just falls into place. And... And I will always emphasize, it is so much easier having good people around you who are working with you. I mean, 
it's a quantum effect. It's not just me. It's everybody else. And so partially, I think the reason I make it look easy is because all of you at the tea company, at the software company, the farmer's market, everybody's really beyond competent. So I probably get to have a little bit of incompetence at that because <laughs> you guys are so good at your job. So I don't know. I think it just works out that way. It's always nice to hear that you're appreciated. <laughs> That's Manish showing some love and appreciation for the people who make his life easier. Coming up, I asked Manish about the last time he went to India. And you'll get to find out what role grandmothers play in dating in Indian culture. This should be good. Stick with us when we come back here on Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled, no, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, yerba mate and pu'er tea. Yerba mate is strong and grassy, while pu'er is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, yerba mate and pu'er, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of mayatea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on mayatea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! Here on Steeping Around, thank you for joining us. I'm your guest host, Terry LeBaugh, and we're not really talking all things tea this week. More like all things tea company owner or all things tea show host. <laughs> all things Manish, in other words. This is the second part of our ongoing interview with Manish. But first, we love to hear from you. If you have any questions for us, please email us at steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at M-A-Y-A-T-E-A dot com. Also, if you're a fan, you can fan us on Facebook. We have sites for both the Maya Tea Company and Steeping Around. And also, you know, if you have a tea lover on your holiday list this year, please remember us at the Maya Tea Company where we've got something for everyone. And you can order from us at M-A-Y-A-T-E-A dot com. This next segment is fascinating to me. I've never heard the full story of how Manish met and married his wife. Some of you may not know he's even married. This is a great story, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. One of the reasons why we're doing this show is you are heading to India. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, when was the last time you went there? 
That was 15 years ago. Wow. I was there in 1996. I was in there in the summer of 96, so it's a little more than that. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I went the last time to get married. Really? Yeah. Tell us about this. We um, want to know. <laughs> so my dating life was fun mm -hmm. for the first 26 years of my life, but I kind of got a strong urge that I wanted to settle down. And I'd, I'd gotten that urge a little early on. I think that I started a business a little early. I wanted to kind of get settled in a the little nesting early. Urge yeah, I got the too. nesting urge a little bit. I, I wasn't like some of my peers who wanted to party into their 30s. I kind of gotten all of that out of my system. And um, I struggled to find a match in terms of my value systems. Uh, you know, I was unsure. And then I had a conversation with my aunt who was visiting here from India. And she convinced me that it's a good idea for me to take a look. And typically marriages in India are arranged. Mm -hmm. And so I went to India, met like mm, 15 Wow. I will say just possibilities. Uh -huh. 15 young ladies who were interested in matrimony. Yeah, bachelorette. And by the way, it's not just me meeting 15. They also were meeting. It's more of an arrangement. It's basically, you meet and you get down to business and you just talk about, okay, what are your expectations in life? And a lot of this stuff is handled even before you get there. Is so it almost like a job interview? Or? A little bit like a job interview, but it's not that cold. It's actually quite warm because what happens is everything is put on paper about where you're at. It's kind of like the grandma network. Most grandmothers, they go, look, you want to find somebody who's about the same age, if you can, things that you have in common, things that you like, about the same socioeconomic background. You know, you want to be about the same in terms of education and values. So they get some of that stuff out of you. And then they start looking around and then they look for families. And what is that family like? And then they start matching up and they start to work their magic, so to speak. And there's this whole <laughs> network and it works amazingly well. And so they put you together with people and it starts to work out and... I was about ready to give up and I met my wife Bella at that time and uh, that's when I was there the last time and now I'm going because my cousin is getting married so and did, he went through the same process did you get married the same trip I did I met her and then a week later we got married wow but yeah I know well I mean you strike me as a very American person yeah and that is so not an American thing to do <laughs> agreed agreed <laughs> there is an interesting balance I can see this now in retrospect. Mm -hmm. There's a very striking balance between my old Indian value system mm -hmm. as well as the American value system. One of the things that I like about myself, actually, is that I think I've taken the best parts of both. There are some things about American values that India does not have that it could, that it should use. And there are things on the Indian side that America could benefit from. I think there's a point to be melded there that they both have some strong points to their cultures and I got to take advantage of exposure to both and to integrate both of them. And that having been said, there is a strong Indian component to my value system on certain levels. So yeah, it's probably not an American thing to do, but at the time I felt a very strong indication that that's what I should do. Hmm. So I did it and um, I have no regrets about that. So how old were you when your first son was born? Um, I was 30. So what year was he born? 2001. I was 31. I'm sorry. I was 31. Okay. He was born in 2001. And so four Sean years later. just turned 11? No, he will be 11 in June. In June. He yes. just turned 10. And then Devak was born two, almost three years later. And the marriage? No. Yeah. <laughs> so of course we should get to that. And I think that people are curious about yeah, because that part I've of your life. I've, I've talked really about my children and I've about talked that. about all that stuff and I've never made mention of my wife, Bella. And at this time, she and I are separated and most likely headed for a divorce. Right. And there's not a negative here. No. I think it's just there was some very stark differences. They're not even cultural differences. 
But I think there's some really strong differences in our personalities. And our viewpoints about the world are so divergent. It's very hard to live with a person who literally sees the world through such different eyes than you do. Do you think maybe part of that is because she was actually raised in India? Or do you not think that that really has much to do with it? I'm not sure that that's inherently the case. I have several friends who have done kind of the same thing that I've done, and they don't have any of that going on. In fact, one of my very good friends, she is Americanized, and he is from India. Hmm. Unbelievably good marriage. Like, I hang out with him, and I'm like, wow. So I think that it's not inherently a cultural thing. It was just a personality I think thing. It's, I think it's just personality. And this is not to suggest that she's wrong, that I'm right. No, I, no. I think it's more that we're very, very different in the way that we approach things. And that just became a fight over everything. And it caused a lot of strife in both parties. And in the three years that we've been separated, she's really found her groove. I've really found mine. And I think that on many levels, she and I are both happier. I would be lying if I said that we didn't still care about each other. It's just I think we can accept the notion that living together in that way... Didn't work. (laughs) Did not work. Did not bring out the best in either person. Isn't that amazing? I know people in the United States who meet each other and get married, you know, a week later, but it's not ever for the same reason as what Manish just described. So I just think that's fascinating. You know, it took me eight years to get married to the guy that I knew I was going to spend the rest of my life with. I can't imagine marrying someone after a week. So I think that's a neat story. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It may not have a storybook and but then real life seldom does. Well, next week on Steeping Around, it'll be the third and final segment of my interview with Manish, and we'll find out how to go from survival mode to tea expert in just 10 short years, and we'll also tell you what Manish's favorite tea is. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was a lot of fun talking to you. And remember, steeping around is fun, but it's a lot easier with two people. <laughs>